three, two, one. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Raw Mentality. We're your hosts. My name is Harris. And my name is Sarah. And our podcast is all about mental health, advice, relationships, and personal struggles. If this is your first time joining us, welcome to our podcast. And if you're a returning listener, thank you for coming back. Also, don't forget to follow, share, and download on all social media and streaming services. Also, don't forget to send us your questions, your comments, and concerns on our socials at Raw Mentality Podcast or through email. And without further wait, let's get it on. Let's get it. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Raw Mentality Podcast. Hello, everyone. Uh, So what's our topic today? Um, Our topic for today is uh, being alone but not feeling lonely. Okay. And uh, just to read a disclaimer for everybody, we are not uh, professionals and we don't intend to substitute any professional medical advice, diagnoses, or treatment with this content. So just want to say thank you and enjoy. That's right. So um, just to start off, obviously we always, you know, start with us and then we go on to the actual topic and why it's important. Mm -hmm. Um, So that brings me to ask you. What has been the loneliest experience you've ever had or that you feel like has been so far? So we were just talking about this before we experienced some technical difficulties. (laughs) But my answer for this was um, basically there's like two, I guess, like really lonely times that I went through. One was just me tripping. Uh, It was earlier, like when I was a high school student, I kind of just broke me and me and my ex-girlfriend had broken up and I was like going through a little high school heartbreak. The same one Um, we've talked about before. Yeah. And I, I don't know. I was just acting stupid. And then recently, I mean, just kind of like I've been a lot, a lot in the studio, I, I, in the studio a lot, I should say. And um, yeah, I mean, even if you have people around you, it kind of gets lonely because you're just focused on the work and the workload ahead of you. Yeah. You're not really um, paying attention to having too many people around you. So that's why it's nice to take a day out and, and just chill out for a little bit. Which is really funny because one of your next songs, you know, in the next few months, what is it called? 1998. Yeah. And what's it about? Just being in the studio a lot. <laughs> Yeah, so stay tuned for that one. Mm-hmm. How about you? Uh, well, mine, I honestly, growing up, I, I always felt pretty lonely. Just even though I had many brothers, but um, is it because you were the only girl? Yeah, honestly, that that was part of the reason. But the other reason was that I was more like um like a mini mom to them. Mm. So I felt pretty lonely in the sense of I didn't really have, you know, the childhood experience. As much as I should have been. Okay. I did, to a certain extent, but we can talk about that another time. But really, more recently, after high school, um, losing a lot of friends that meant a lot to me. And um, similarly, you know, when I first lost my my first boyfriend, I was pretty lonely. Um, mm-hmm. That's pretty much it. Not, nothing too crazy, yeah. crazy and nothing too bad. Nothing to be unexpected. Yes. Well, there's been a few incidents that, you know, that I've been a little bit iffy about. Yeah. Iffy. I get that. But yeah. Um, and I really want to know, how did you get through it? Because I know it's it's not as, you know, traumatic as other people's, but how did you get through it? I mean, honestly, just, just through conversation with people. Um, I feel like when you start putting yourself out there, yeah, you are prone to being hurt more a lot of times. But right. if you surround yourself with good influences and good people... Um, or maybe maybe not even necessarily that, but maybe just people who don't have any ill will towards you. Um, it could help you in terms of realizing a lot more about yourself 
And that in turn just does a lot for personal growth and mental health, in my opinion. At least it did for me. Even when I was going through some bad phases, like doing drugs and stuff like that, uh, mm-hmm. you know, even then I was still talking through a lot of stuff, processing a lot of stuff that I had not wanted, wanted to process before. A lot of uh, repressed emotions, as a good friend of mine would say. <laughs> but, um, yeah. Um, we were actually talking about your, your drug phase last night, you know, off the mic, off, off mm-hmm. air, whatever. Um I'm interested to know, did you feel lonely going through that? Because, um... Yes and no. You were you were kind of coping, you know, pretty lonely, if you would say. Uh, I mean, yes and no. I had people around me, but it wasn't like... It wasn't like, you know, I was focused... Like I said, I wasn't, like, really focusing on everybody around me. I was kind of just focusing on feeling the way that I wanted to feel and just escaping from reality the way that I wanted to. But you have to come back to Earth sometime, right? So. Yeah. So you you didn't really was it wasn't really a, a lonely experience for you. Like I said, it wasn't. It wasn't. There it, it depends. It depends on the time, like what I was doing. If there was nobody around me, um, yeah, for sure, it would feel like lonely. But if I had people around me, it really depends on like, you know, yeah. what we were doing, what was going on, who I was with. Right. So, hmm. yeah. Interesting. And um, what the topic of conversation was, of course. Another thing I wanted to bring up, I know that I'm bringing you up a lot because I feel like I'm more okay with being alone than you are. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I actually like being alone. Um, but I remember when we first got together the first years, um, you would say a lot that you would feel alone. So you always had to have someone around you to not feel alone or something like that. Do you want to elaborate on that or no? Um, I mean, yeah. That's that's one of the reasons, I don't know, like, if you ask my friends, we were always chill in the garage um, mm-hmm. at my parents' house, and I would always have, like, somebody in the garage. It was always, like, always always chill with somebody. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, I guess, I guess like, I always kind of needed people around me to not feel lonely. Yeah. That was one of my issues, but it also depends. It depends, like, if I'm really into whatever I'm working on at the moment, it doesn't really matter. Mm-hmm. Um, that's why I'm really tied to music, because I find myself lost for hours and hours just working on music. Hmm. Whenever I get inspired. That's good. Yeah. Um, I did want to bring up quarantine loneliness because I feel like I hear that a lot going around now. Even when I'm just talking to someone randomly, they're like, oh, like, how have you dealt with quarantine? Like, how was your quarantine loneliness? I don't know. A few people have asked me that. I don't know if that's a thing or not. But how did you deal with it? Did it even affect you? Not really. Um, in the beginning, yeah, I guess to a certain extent, because I feel like we did contract the, the, the virus. Right. Um, and obviously you have to socially distance when that happens, but after everything was fine, you know, a couple months, we, we get, we gave it like a month or two before we actually like hung out with anybody. Yeah. Um, well, not at first, at first we, when it was not that serious, we were kind of just like, yeah, we were just chilling with people. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I mean, I, I kind of just, you know. Mm-hmm. Hung out with my friends, the same as always. Yeah. Um. Well, for me, I feel like my loneliness. I I eventually found people to talk to it about it, or talk about it with. Because um, I don't know. I feel like I've said this on on the show before. Like, it's hard for me to express what I'm feeling. So even if I'm feeling lonely, I'm not gonna tell anybody. Okay. You know. But eventually, I feel like me and you started talking about it a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, especially with quarantine to be honest, because we only had me and you living together. Yeah. And not many friends would come around, obviously, because, you know, quarantine. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I just kind of became, like, my own best friend because I did, like I said, I lost a lot of friends that just either, you know, 
I wasn't talking to anymore because of reasons or, you know, we just drifted. Yeah. Whatever. Um, but I feel like now I try to surround myself with people that make make me feel like I can be myself with, you know? I feel that. I don't know. That's kind of that's kind of how I not feel alone. Which is funny because you don't really have too many people around you. No, I don't. <laughs> For a reason, though. It's pretty much just me. Yeah. Whoever one of my friends comes by comes around. Yeah, but I feel like for me, I I've chosen it to be that way. I've chosen it to be that way. I guess. How come? Because I don't know. Like I'm still dealing with, you know, dealing with stuff. Okay. But I feel like for me, working on myself means kind of like I don't know, not being around too many people. I'm just, I'm just not there yet. You know, I'm trying I because, I, I mean, I talk to people regularly, like. Yeah. Texting, no, but it makes sense, though. But I don't, I don't hang out with too many people, honestly. Yeah. I just, I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't trust people just yet. It's kind of how it's been for me as an artist. Not necessarily that I don't trust people, but I feel like I have to kind of just, like, separate myself and put myself into my own little world if I want to grow on and grow and, and do anything with, like, what I truly want to do. Yeah. I feel like, that's the growth aspect to it. Um, as far as how I dealt with quarantine, like my loneliness for quarantine, I felt like I, I got really close to my, my family. Yeah. I really did. Like we, it's not that we were drifting or anything like that. There wasn't anything major that happened, but, um, before quarantine, I felt like we didn't really connect this much Mm -hmm. and then we had all that time. So I was able to reconnect with them, which made me not feel alone, obviously. Hmm. So the next topic we want to talk about is about. Uh, more common versions of loneliness. Yeah, that's right. Um, because I feel like being lonely doesn't necessarily mean that you're alone and vice versa. Okay. You know what I mean? Elaborate a little bit on that. Um, the first thing I want to talk about is, I, I'm not sure if, you know, you listening here, you've experienced this, but I know for a fact that I've definitely experienced this. Okay. So I, um, the feeling is being surrounded by people, but feeling alone. Okay. Like being in, in a room full of people and and you just feel alone okay but like explain specifically what you mean like you feel physically alone like you imagine as if the people aren't even there or you feel like alone like you can't connect with any of those people both okay like sometimes i i don't even want to be in the room and not because i don't want to be there but because it's hard to not be alone for me because i like my alone time okay does that make sense yeah that makes sense for me it's more so the the latter I can be in a room full of people, but I'll still feel alone if I feel like I can't really connect with any of them. Mm-hmm. But it also depends on, like, once again, situation. Like, if we're all, like, let's say I'm in a room full of students and we're all learning the same thing, even though they're all strangers, I still feel mm-hmm. a sense of connection with the class. Yeah. Um, or even at work to a certain extent. So, yeah. I mean, I guess it would really depend. Yeah. Or, like, even as, let's say as a musician, I'm in a studio with, like, engineers and other musicians. You know, that's a different story than if you're just in a studio with people who aren't really taking music seriously. Yeah. You kind of just try to tune stuff out and tune the frequencies you want in to put it in a musical <laughs> perspective. So. Wow. Pun intended, huh? Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know. I, I feel it with people that I'm not close with, like I'm just in a room. Mm-hmm. Or honestly, sometimes I feel it a lot when I'm surrounded by people that should mean a lot to me. And they do. It is not that they don't mean a lot, but I feel like disconnected and it's kind of, I want to say to a certain extent, it like comes and goes even in like, I don't know, five minutes, you know, mm-hmm. one second I can be, you know, in the conversation and all that and feel good. Yep. And then the next, I just feel like a major disconnect. 
okay. and a sense of loneliness. And it's not because I'm I'm like physically obviously I'm surrounded by people, right? Yeah. And it could be I don't know, it could be family, it could be friends, it could be coworkers, uh, you know, at parties, whatever okay. it is. Not that we've been partying lately, but yeah. <laughs> to be honest. But um I don't know. I I really want to stress this because I feel like to a certain degree it's either I'm uncomfortable in the setting or I'm comfortable or I am uncomfortable with myself. Okay. And that makes me feel lonely. I get that. I can relate to that for sure. Different settings can make people nervous and, and give you different reactions. So Yeah. I see what you mean. And I found a quote actually, because you know I'm the queen of quotes. Yeah. <laughs> I found one that, you know, pretty much says what we're trying to say here. And the first one says, loneliness does not come from having no one around us, but instead being unable to communicate the things that matter most to us. And that's from Carl Jung. Ah, psychiatrist ah. or a psychologist or whatever he was. Scientist of some sort. Okay. Let me read that one more time. Yeah, go ahead. I mean, let me see that one more time. Loneliness does not come from having no one around us, but instead being unable to communicate the things that matter most to us. Yeah. Yeah, that kind of just goes towards what I was saying earlier, not being able to connect to people. Yeah. Um. I, de- I definitely agree with that. That's, I wouldn't say that's like the only place where loneliness comes from. Sometimes you no. do have the aspect of like, okay, like, like, damn, I am alone. Like, there's literally nobody around me. Right. Like, how would you feel if you're constantly isolated from absolutely no human contact at all? That would suck. Okay. Which, which is going to be the next thing. One, yeah. One of the next one things. One of the talk next about. few things. Um, but actually, the next one, I feel like this one is, I wouldn't say more important than the one we just talked about, but it's. I hear it so much more. Mm-hmm. I feel like the other one's kind of like suffering by yourself in the yeah. setting of like people around you. Yeah. But I feel like this one is more vocalized when you're alone. Okay. So, and it's when, um, and it's a little bit more obvious, right? So it's not being in a relationship. I feel like people that are not in a relationship and I talk to them, they're always like, I'm so lonely. Like, I feel so alone. I don't know if it's me. I don't know if it's like people I'm around, but I, I just feel alone in the sense that I don't have anyone to be with. I can understand that because you don't really have a person that you can describe your true feelings to like that sometimes. And even if you are in a relationship, you can still feel distant. Yeah, even if that's true. Even if you have somebody, you know, um, things like sex, things like, you know, just having fun together don't always like really matter too much in the grand scheme of things if you can't have a heart-to-heart connection of some sort. Right. I feel like. And I'm not going to lie, it's pretty hard. It's hard to find. I feel like me and you, we got oh, yeah. lucky, obviously, but more so to people around us, um, you know, one one of our great friends always tells us like, oh, you know, you guys have it good. But I feel like it's I don't know, it wasn't it wasn't we worked hard. We worked hard to get where we are, but that's besides the point. It's Lucky. just yeah. It's uh But there is a lot of luck that goes into it too, I yeah. feel like. Hard work depends. and luck, I feel like. Chance chance come to, plays a lot into things like this. Right. Um Hard work definitely too though. But you know you know what happens? I feel like a lot of people that tell me that, oh, well, I'm I'm in a relationship now. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, like, you know, obviously, like, good for you. And I had specifically one friend that said to me recently, she was explaining to me that she recently got into um, a relationship during quarantine. And, you know, it was just who who was available. Okay. And I don't know. I, at first, I didn't really pay attention. Shallow. Yes. But at first I wasn't I, I didn't pay attention to that because it didn't like it didn't process in my head as 
that. Yeah. It just I, I thought like she meant like, oh, maybe someone else she was interested in got into a relationship. Yeah. And then I was like, oh, like, what do you mean? And then she said, well, it was the first person that I found. I'm like, what do you mean? That's weird. I mean, I, I didn't say it like that. I was like, oh, 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 can you explain it to me? Because I don't know. Either I didn't want to understand it or I didn't want to have to think about it that way. Yeah. But it ended up being that. But think about it. I mean, like the quarantine has pushed people like it's, it's, it's pushed people like outside of social interaction. But not even that. I, I feel like I'm using this one specifically because it it was someone that told me recent. But okay. even before this, I, I don't know. I feel like I've always heard, well, you know, let's see where it goes. I'm just I just don't. You know, I either just got through a breakup, I got through a hard time, I didn't want to be alone. Or but if something you think like about that. it, that's kind of what we did too. Yeah, honestly, I'm not so, saying I mean, I'm not, not saying like we're, you know, we're free of we, guilt we, or anything yeah, like that, or whatever different. it's called. But it just depends on circumstance and chance, and and also how how hard you work at keeping a relationship together. I feel like. Yeah. Well, I feel some like some people more are so, willing to change. Honestly, more so for you because I had been single for two years. Yeah. I it was you. I wasn't single for very long until we started dating. No. But yeah. Yeah. I feel that. What's the third quote? You had another one for us? Yes. Um, I chose this quote because, like, you know, what I just said, um, or what we were just talking about, it was more so the fear of being alone. Okay. So go on ahead. And it says, until you get comfortable with being alone, you'll never know if you're choosing someone out of love or loneliness. And that is by, looks like, Mandy Hale? Yes. Okay. Until you get comfortable with being alone, you'll never know if you're choosing someone out of love or loneliness. I would say that that... That's partially true. That's, yes. Partially true. Not 100%. And we've said it before to our, you know, me and you alone, maybe on this podcast. I don't think on the podcast. Yeah. But at first, it was because me and you were afraid to be alone. Yeah. Yeah, we did talk right? about that. We were we were kind of afraid of being lonely. That's one of the main reasons why we even stuck together in the first place. Yeah. It sounds, yeah. It sounds, it sounds you know, bad, but bad, it's true. But it's, you know, dissecting it now, it's... It is what it is. But you also can't take that honest. statement at face value because, like, there's a lot that goes behind that. Right. It's obviously, okay, like, well, is this the person that's going to help me, like, not feel this way anymore? And, like, yeah. is this, more is this person that, willing to work with me to not exactly. make us, each other feel like that? Exactly. More beyond that, like, as a, on an individual level, are you both willing to stay together on, on work on yourselves mm-hmm. so that you can grow something better together? Yeah. And be kind of corny, but be a, a greater sum than, or be equal a greater number than the sum of your parts. Right. I guess no, that's the way I, of saying it. No, I completely it. understand. Like, no. basically, we don't want to be, like, you know, each other's other half. I want to be a full person. You want to be a full person. And we're going to be not 100%. I mean, we're going to be 200% together. Yeah. Not 100%. That's a good way of thinking about it. Right? Yeah. I agree with that. Uh, but I don't think that you have to be comfortable with being lonely all the time. Like, I wasn't necessarily comfortable with being lonely when we started dating. I feel like I got to the point where I was comfortable being alone because I had, I mean, you know, growing up, you had quote unquote relationships. I would really say I only had two real ones, you and, you know, one other person. Yeah. Um, but I always had someone to call quote unquote boyfriend to, even though, you know, as kids, um, I, I was never really alone. Okay. So I had those two years and, you know, I did me and... I got to a good point where I, I liked to be alone, you know? I just yeah. liked you more. That's why we started we got together. But that's, you know, a whole other thing. Yeah. Um, I feel like the most important thing to remember is that you deserve to be loved. And fear of being alone is not a good enough reason to stay with someone that makes you feel alone at the end of the day. Yeah. Unless, like, you know, how we said, we're willing 
to work to, work to ma- not make each other feel like that. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, and then do you have another quote for us? You said you had a fourth one, right? <laughs> yes. Well, I have um, four. This is the third one. Um, but it brings me to, you know, obviously quote number three. I feel like you'd like this one because of who it is. Okay. So this one says, you can be lonely even when you're loved by many people since you're still not anybody's one and only. That's by Anne Frank. Interesting. Yeah. Um, I, yeah. I just, before yeah. we even talk about this, mad respect to Anne Frank. Yeah. <laughs> That's a little side note. I, but, agree, I agree with the know, quote. She's, she's um, it can definitely feel that way if, if you don't have like a significant other. Obviously, like if you can, you can have a lot of friends but still feel alone. Yeah. Or even people, honestly, um, I feel like girls were more open on, mm-hmm. on situations from what you tell me that you and your guy friends talk about. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like the few people that, quote unquote, they say this themselves, you know, I'm, I'm not labeling them. They say I'm hoeing around. <laughs> I feel like that reminded me, this quote reminded me of that. Yeah. Because... They're always saying, well, I don't really feel alone because I'm with so many people. And I'm not I'm not the one to judge because, you know, yeah. I'm always like, you do whatever works for you. You know, as long as it's healthy. If you feel good and nothing is going wrong, then do you, right? But I feel like at the end of the day, like, I have a family member that does this a lot. Mm-hmm. And it always ends up hurting her. In the long run, even though she says that she doesn't care, she's not catching feelings or anything like that. I always, you know, she always comes to me and cries about it. Yeah. And it's fine because, you know, she's my family member. And even if she was a friend, I would still be there for her because she's doing her, you know. No matter what I say or do, it's not going to change what she's doing. That's fine. So anyway, um, like I said, at the end of the day, she's always saying when she, you know, catches feelings. Well, why wasn't I good enough for that person? Why couldn't that person be who I want them to be? Yeah, and you never want to place standards upon yourself based on other people's expectations of you. Or the other way around, you you don't want to place standards on them uh, something just because you want something. Yeah, but I mean, that's only in a perfect world, right? In reality, oh, yeah, for sure. in reality, you're always going to have a certain level of expectations to have from somebody. That's, you know, the basis of dating. You know, you're yeah. dating so you can find somebody who meets your expectations. Maybe you realize you need a lesson yours or, or heighten mm-hmm. yours after a certain point. But I feel like there really is no, like, right way to do it necessarily. I don't know. I, honestly, we've been together almost six years now and, like, what, mm-hmm. three more months? Yeah. I don't remember what it's like to be dating. Me neither. Personally? I mean, kind of. I see it with it other feels, people around us. It feels us. lonely. It feels lonely, to be honest with you, at least from what it I remember. It sounds lonely. And it feels lonely. I don't wish that upon anybody. I don't wish loneliness in the sense of maybe not relationship because I don't think that... There's you, a sense of fun to it, too, but... Yeah, but I don't think you should feel alone when you're not in a relationship in the sense of, you know, you still have you. Yeah. I feel like the fun from dating comes from the aspect of maybe, like, either I'm about to have sex with this person or maybe, like, this is, like, the one that I'll finally, like, connect with. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's where a lot of that sensation of fun from dating comes from. Or, or the or not maybe knowing. Just, or, or not knowing and, you know, having to find out and just going on a, on a journey, I guess, so to speak. Yeah. There's a lot of ways to look at it. Yeah. But essentially for me, like, I feel like at the end of the day, no matter what, you're going to feel lonely. Um, just going back to that Anne Frank quote. 
Um, and then you had another quote for us as well, right? Number four? Yeah, but I'm not there yet. Okay. Uh, the next thing I want to talk about, I feel like the other two have been kind of involuntary or involuntary. Um, basically, the first one was you were placed in a setting where you just start feeling lonely. Mm-hmm. The second one was, you know, you can only control half of it because the other person is the other half, right? Yeah. But I feel like with this one, it's more so doing it to yourself. And it's uh, loneliness from isolating yourself. Okay. Because I've definitely done this. And I know that you've done this. Yeah. Um, I used to do it well, growing up because, you know, I, I we've talked about this before. I didn't have a good relationship with my mom growing up. Mm-hmm. So I would isolate myself. I would lock myself in my room and I would just, you know, I don't, I don't even remember what I used to do, like either talking with friends all day on the phone or I don't know, just isolating myself from, from her because I didn't want to be around her. Yeah. And we, me and my mom have talked about this since then. And, you know, she was depressed. I was depressed and we just were very toxic to each other. So I would isolate myself. And it would make me feel lonely. But essentially, yeah, me and her, you know, it was to each other. But I could have done something sooner. But I decided loneliness over doing over, something about Over growing it. a relationship. I understand. Yeah. So I would consider that isolating myself. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, I did have a choice. I had a choice. And I don't, I don't know if I would go back and change anything. Because I feel like it made our relationship stronger now. But... Sometimes, yeah. sometimes you just need to isolate yourself. Yeah, that's the way. If we, that's that's one of the ways that a lot of people cope with, you know, stress or just having a hectic lifestyle or something, yeah. or maybe their like daily anxieties. Right, and there's different levels. Um, of I wouldn't isolation. say I wouldn't say it's healthy to isolate all the time. No, it can definitely have negative drawbacks, not just on your mental health, but like just also social your relation, interactions. social interactions, your relationships with others. Mm-hmm. You know, standing financially, um, it can impact a lot of things. Right. Um, which, you know, a lot of people don't take it seriously because they think, okay, well, I'm just going to stay inside today. I think like that a lot of times, too. And I just want to isolate myself, do nothing but, you know, watch anime, make music all day and, and right. smoke and do nothing. But at the end of the day, you got to realize, like, there's more out there. The world's a bigger place than what you're giving it credit for. Maybe that's not enough to motivate some people. But at the end of the day, if you're not going to do it for yourself, then what else are you going to do it for? Exactly. Um, you know. Yeah. No, I agree. I feel like... Like I said, there's different levels to it because there's the sense of I'm working on myself. Mm -hmm. And then there's the sense of, you know, actual because, you know, depression. One of the things that you go through is, you know, isolation. You either it's purposely or not purposely. um, But I usually feel like it is self-inflicted a lot of times. Yeah, for me, for me, it is. There's some people that, you know, it's involuntary to them. But for me, I, I do it on, I guess I would say on purpose, to the sense where I chose it for myself. Why you know, is that? Um, I, well, usually when it happens is, what goes through my head is, well, I'll just answer this person later. And then, like if they're texting me or something. Mm-hmm. And then it's been a few days, and I'm like, well, maybe I should text them. And then it's either like, oh, I don't really feel like it right now, you know, I'm lazy. I don't feel like hearing conversation right now. And then more days go past. And then it's, well, I don't I don't know. Maybe it's, it's you know, it's always a sense of it's too late to reach out. Okay. And then more time passes, and then that's maybe when I reach out again. 
Yeah, and I've been telling you that you need to make more friends lately too. Because the older I'm you get, the, the older you get, the harder it becomes. I feel like. I hear you, but you honestly, see how it is. I try to bring people into the studio all the time, and it's difficult, even if you're giving away free studio time. I know. Not easy. But I don't know. Granted, it's COVID right now, but still. The thing is, I could, I do talk to people. It's not that I don't. It's just that it's hard for me right now to trust anyone again with. Like, again, I would just be showing them my non-authentic self. I would be putting up a front. And I don't know. I'm kind of tired of that. I'm tired of putting up a front. But I'm I'm not at the point where I feel ready to, you know, to express myself to someone. Mm-hmm. Right now, you know, talking to you, talking to my family and the people that I've chosen around me, that's enough for me right now. And, yeah, I don't know. I just, I don't know. It's just hard for me right now. Okay. I, I'm not saying I'm not going to do it because I, I feel like I should do it for myself. But I don't know. It's just, it's hard. I feel like it's going to be definitely something I have to work on this year. Okay. I have to add it to my resolutions. <laughs> By the way, go check out episode number three, New Year, New, new, new year, year, Better, better me. me. Thank you. Uh, which brings me to the last one that I felt like was common because I, I did these relating to me and the people that I've talked to recently. Um, but this one I feel like relates to me a lot. I don't know if this will relate to you necessarily, but, um, loneliness in pain and in silence because I don't know, like I said, growing up, we, I didn't have a good relationship with my parents and that, you know, obviously made me isolate myself, but it was also, I was, I felt like I was suffering through something and I was always in pain and I always felt like I couldn't talk to anyone, so I felt that silence. And that silence and pain made me feel very, very lonely. Even though I had everyone around me, because I have a very big family, not just my brothers, but my cousins, my extended family, they would always be over. But, um, and friends, friends would come over all the time. But I, no matter who I was with, I always felt alone. Which brings me, obviously, to the, you know, the first point, but... I don't know. I felt like that pain and that silence always carried through me. Even when I was around people, I started feeling that, and then that's what made me feel lonely. Okay. Yeah. I feel like a lot of kids go through that through adolescence, too. Yes. I know for you, it was probably much earlier on in life, but yeah. um, through your adolescence, I feel like that's that's where you, you either maybe either through some trauma or some form, somewhere where the pain came from, it makes you feel like you're the only one that can carry this burden. Or it could be you just feel like other people won't, won't understand, you know. Yeah. So. Yeah. No, happen. I definitely, like, me personally, I felt very misunderstood. Mm-hmm. Um, and honestly, like, that silence made me feel unheard and I felt like my voice didn't matter. I don't know. Did you ever have anything that made you feel like that? Maybe you don't have to give a situation, but did you feel like that? Uh, yeah. Yes and no. I mean... Yeah, like one time earlier in my life, but I mean, it wasn't like necessarily painful. It was more so just weird. What do you mean? I mean it was just something that I wouldn't like. I would rather not talk about it on the show, but okay. yeah, it was just like more of like a weird type of thing rather than like painful. I would say. Yeah. Yeah, for me personally. Hmm. Did I mean this is probably reaching? But did you feel? Um, loneliness when you were going through your your first breakup with that with that ex was it painful when you were yeah the loneliness was painful but I mean it's not necessarily like I was in silence and I couldn't do anything about it mm-hmm. um, 
I could always do something about it. It's just, was I willing to? Yeah. Um, and that's that's really where it comes from, is like you kind of like to beat yourself up a lot. At least mm-hmm. I do. Um, and yeah, that, that's where the isolation will come from. Because you want to beat yourself up, but you want to do it like, you know, somewhere alone so other people don't see you and think, oh, that guy's weird. Yeah, I know, yeah. I get it. Yeah. Um, but I feel like with most of these, I feel like with most of these, it's finding a way of coping with them. Um, I feel like you could always probably talk to someone. It could be a friend, could be a family member, it could be, you know, anything. Um, probably seeking professional help, even though it's something that, you know, I've said it all before. It's expensive, to be honest with you. It is. But if you, if you have the means and you definitely feel like you need it, then I would recommend reaching out to a professional whenever you can. Yeah. Um, it's one thing to listen to a podcast about mental health and people giving their opinions on what works on themselves. It's another thing to go to a professional who's going to work with you about your specific problems. And then I was yeah. probably knows. The things we talk about mainly work for us as individuals and maybe us yeah. as a couple, but it might yeah. not necessarily be the same for other people. That's right. And that's um, something I struggled to realize a lot before that caused me even more pain in my own life is, yeah. you know, why don't, why don't other people understand me? Well, it's because other people have other outlooks on life. Right. And, you know, it's, it's obvious, but you kind of take that obviousness for granted because you feel like everyone will kind of get you, you know, if you're from the same area or if you speak the same language or whatever. Right. But that's not necessarily always the case. I think um, this is something... I know I always talk about, like, when we're planning and what I'm planning episodes to come. Mm-hmm. But I feel like this one is probably very important because you and I have both been to counseling at some point or, or um, therapy. Yeah. Or, is that what it's called, therapy? I know how to say it in Spanish. Yeah. I don't know how to say I was, it I would say myself was more so counseling. Counseling. Um, I went through it when I was in fifth grade when my parents were getting divorced. But I feel like. I have personally a lot to talk about because I didn't just go through it regularly. I actually went through also um, religious counseling yeah. with what I was dealing with. Mm-hmm. Um, so I feel like I really, I really want to talk about that. Go for it. Not now, but like a, a in a different. future episode. Yes. Okay, I got you. Yeah, so stay tuned for that. Um, but I feel like the third one that I want to mention is the most important one to me. Um, well. I, you know, probably seeking professional help is something that I would definitely recommend. Not yeah. If you have, like, again, like how you said the means. Yeah. But for me, since I don't, the third one that I'm going to mention is probably the best one for me. and Which is? Um, inner peace. Inner peace. Yes. Okay. Now, how do you attain inner peace? <laughs> That's easy to say that. What do you mean I know, by inner I peace? I know. I sound like, I don't know, Buddha yeah, or something. You do sound like you're trying to be a Buddha, Buddhist here. But I feel like that's that's the best that I can. No offense to the Buddhists. I'm sorry. No, 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 no. No offense to anybody. We don't judge here. Um, but tell me about your inner peace. How are you going to attain it that easily? I didn't say it was easy. Okay. But <laughs> I feel like attaining inner peace is a lot harder than going and getting a therapist. Oh, hell yeah. It's very hard, I feel like. I feel like that's the goal of, of doing these things. Yeah. Is to attain inner peace. It's, yeah. Enlightenment, if you will. Oh, goodness. Um, but before before we start talking about this... This is when I want to read quote number four. Okay. Okay. And the fourth quote says, we sometimes think we want to disappear, but all we really want is to be found. Um, yeah. Just. Sounds a little <laughs> bit more emotional than it really is, but I do agree with that. Um, I definitely do agree with that. You're looking for people to speak with or, or a companionship of some sort instead of just wanting to isolate yourself. But the reason you isolate yourself is because you feel like you can't trust other people. Right. Or maybe there's other reasons behind that, but yeah, I can agree with that. I chose this quote for the last one 
because um, I, the last one talking about inner peace, because I feel like a good excuse for people to give themselves to not have, you know, that inner self peace or inner peace, inner self worth, um, making themselves, you know, feel like they're enough not to feel lonely. Okay. Is uh, is, you know, trying to find someone to find them. Does that make sense? Can you explain that one more time? Because you kind of jumbled a bunch of words before you said that. <laughs> yes. The main reason people want to stay lonely is because they don't want to find that inner peace is what you're trying to say? Yes. What? So essentially, I feel like what it is is people want someone else to find them instead of them finding themselves. Right? Okay. So um, I feel like with the inner peace, I feel like it's it's more about accepting yourself for who you are. Mm-hmm. And even if you are alone, not in a relationship, not, maybe... You know, some people move to a whole other state with no family. That's pretty lonely. Or a whole other country. Or a whole other country or something. Yeah. Um, but I feel like the only way that you won't feel alone in those situations if if you work on yourself to the point where you are enough for yourself. Okay. You don't feel lonely because no one's around you. I agree with that. So it's it's that. But people do have a basic need to have yeah, of some course. human interaction here and of there. Of course. You at least um, got to go to the store and say hi to the lady selling bread or something. <laughs> you know, like there's got to be at least something. Yeah. Otherwise, I feel like you will go crazy eventually. Oh, yeah. If you yeah, have enough definitely. isolation. And I feel like that's what's going, that's what happened to a lot. Uh, this is probably like, you know, a side note, but I feel like that's what happened a lot to people um, during quarantine. Because once we opened up the office again, there would be people that called us or was coming in for whatever reason. And they would talk to us for like 10 minutes. And it was fine because, you know, it went both ways. I want to talk to someone. They wanted to talk to someone. And we, you know, t- talked our ear off to each other and then they left. Whatever. Yeah. That's funny because my, my job people just kept giving me the same BS that they were always giving me when I was working as an admissions advisor. It was yeah. everyone just like saying, yeah, yeah, I want to go to school. I want to go to school. And then they end up not going to school. Right. And you never hear from that person again. And maybe like 1% will stick around actually. Right. But really what we're trying to say is that you being alone is not the same thing as feeling alone. Yeah. I agree with that. And I want to I wanna end it off with a quote that my mom or my basically my whole entire family used to say growing up. And um, it, I'm going to say it in Spanish. So okay. Spanish warning. <laughs> es mejor estar solo que mal acompañado. What does that say in It English? translates to it's better to be alone. That uh, uh, It's better to be alone. Wait, fuck. And it translates to it's better to be alone than with bad company. Yeah, I agree with that 100%. You don't want to be around people that negatively impact your life or or your mind or your mental health in any way. Exactly. Um, And if you do find yourself around those people, I would say isolating is a better sense, Mm -hmm. uh, is is a better thing to do. But during that isolation, work on yourself. Yeah. Isolation doesn't necessarily have to be a bad thing. I want to make that clear. Yeah. Because I feel like... It can be a good thing. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like, honestly, this is probably me bringing up stuff that... You know, maybe doesn't correlate to. But I feel like a lot of the time where um, I've been watching or reading or something, an article um, about the most, most successful people is um, when they or when they got to a breaking point, it was when they were isolating themselves for um, a good reason. No, when they were isolating themselves to work on themselves to be better. You know, yeah. I feel like that's that's always like a common theme that i always find you know mm-hmm. working on yourself obviously right yeah improvement um i agree with that same thing goes for me as a musician i mean 
like I said earlier, I have to find time to isolate myself at times to put time into my craft and really be the perfectionist that I want to be. And I know you relate to that too. Yeah. When you're doing these episodes, I mean, you're, you're on your own. I'm not helping you with any of the scripting or anything. And, oh, also I want to talk about the scripting. I want to make it clear. I don't write a script out. I write talking points and then outline basically. Yeah. An outline. It's, I always call it an outline. Yeah. Um, Which is good preparation to have. Yeah. Just to make sure we don't forget anything. But, so, um, I just want to bring up another point that I know that you always say that I have to find more friends now, right. you know, cause you know, throughout this whole episode, I've, I've talked about how I've drifted, drifted with a lot of people, Yeah. but, um, I am working on myself. So I feel like right now that's, that's the best thing I could do. I isolate myself to work on myself because I don't want to put myself in another situation that it's just going to make me feel lonely because I'll be honest like those friendships that I had before at face value they seemed like they were good but it wasn't it I always felt lonely I always felt honestly competition and yeah and not in a good sense it was always jealousy and competition I can see what you mean it can get get to that point it Mm -hmm. can get to that point so I feel like right now but it also takes work to keep a good friendship yeah I don't feel like friendships the friendship that I had was a good friendship I can agree with that yeah, so I feel like that's that's honestly everything I wanted to talk about today. Did you want to add anything else? Um, no. I mean, that's pretty much everything that I wanted to say. Like I said, we're not mental health professionals, so if not you are, if you if you are experiencing, you know, like serious depression or something, and that's the reason why you're isolating yourself, I would definitely say Please go and get help. help. Yeah. Um, further isolating yourself doesn't fix every everybody's issues. You know, it may yeah. for some, but for some people, I, I would say you shouldn't do it for too long. Yeah. Um. But like we said, there is good and bad aspects to it. If you are going to isolate yourself, at least try to work on yourself. Or if you do need that break, take that break that you need. Make sure you come back. Yeah. Um, and I feel like um, a lot of a lot of people that I've talked to about this subject specifically, um, I always feel like they always say, I just want to find the light at the end of the tunnel. Yeah, I agree with that. And That's... it's there, you know. So just keep going. If you feel lonely, if, if you feel like that, please just... Talk to someone or work on yourselves to the point that you can't talk to Even someone. reach out to us if you need to. Yeah. Please email us. We we like we like to talk to you guys. So. And with that being said, I think that's a good wrap-up to the show. Yes, it is. Um, thank you all for joining us for another episode of Raw Mentality Podcast. Make sure to follow us on all social media at Raw Mentality Podcast. And again, if you want to email us about any comments, questions, or anything that you have, even to share your story, we want to start sharing your stories. Yeah. Um, so our email is... Bomb mentality podcast at gmail.com yeah and if you want to find us on our personal social medias you can find me at pronto valid or at princess underscore sarai 19 um that's it everybody thank you thank you for joining us Bye-bye.